I want you to reach out in love. I want you to let those brothers and sisters around the base, let them know that even though the anti-whites wield so much power, 
that we are winning every contest with them and that it's only a matter of time. Tell them that they can be more than they are. Tell them that they can stand up for Western kind, Western civilization, and everyone who lives in Western civilization of all immutable characteristics. Tell them that there's a way that they can stand up for it in love with the moral high ground. Be gentle with them at first. Coming out of a story that you thought was the real world is one of the hardest things that folks can do. If you go there with a true spirit and a true heart, with humility, you're going to win more souls than you'll ever turn away. And in the end, all of that will redound to the glory of our people and the reclamation of our destiny. And we are rolling in, going free, ladies and gentlemen. It is epic to be with you all tonight. I believe, or we don't have entropy. Yes, it is. It will be up and running in just a moment. But all of our platforms are normally up. It is really something. We're coming in here late at night on the East Coast. It is nearly 10 p.m. on the East Coast in the once great state of Virginia, outside of Mordor on the Potomac, Washington, D.C., of course. What an exhilarating day it has been an exhilarating 40 hours or so uh, with the great kate and this is going to be massive massive swashbuckling hails and celebrations for the great kate it's a little too late for me to be yelling and everything like this but we'll yell on on sunday when we come back we're very excited about this we wanted to hop on now and let everybody know uh to celebrate kate and this monumental achievement and also to to have folks get involved in this because there are great opportunities here. Kate will be with us in a moment. And I want to say that, uh, is it, uh, how is that pronounced? Karen? Karen is in the Netherlands. It's very early there in the Netherlands. Great to have you with us. Be listening. Won't be able to type though because it's very early in the morning. Machiavellius is here. Uh, Grace the Sinner, Missouri, Andrew, the great tall Kevin is here, and Piers Taylor. Wonderful to see you all here. Please share. We're not going to be here terribly long. Pale Reckoning, thank you so much for the for those flags, the swashbuckling flags. I don't know that there's been swash like this before. I think that Kate hit this out of the stadium. This is like a grand slam, maybe for two or three baseball fields. Really something truly amazing. And so we are up on all the normal platforms. If you have a question or comment, make sure that you tag me as no why get while we're here today. We're going to bring Kate on shortly and we're going to talk about this tweet that has uh, that's just done unbelievably well i'd like to pull it up on the screen for you all as well so let me move it over here and uh, you all can see exactly what i'm talking about she'll be able to give you the uh, the info on how it came together for her and and how she put it together i'll just tell you this right now it is at it is at 1 million views and counting who knows how much higher this is going to go hopefully with uh, your help it will continue to climb and uh, we want to be in this is what we want to be doing we want to be in the threads and we want to be polite as we are ordinary white folk who care about who care about western civilization who care about our people care about well-being 
and understand that everything horrible happening across the West is excused, is is uh, explained away, is justified, if you will, as retributive justice against the white race. You can let feminists make their arguments to destroy the family and whatever else it might be. Uh, Democrats, all of these folks ultimately are anti-white, make their arguments about why the country should become Central or South America. You can let them make their arguments when they make those arguments without the retributive justice against the white race. That is the bedrock. When they have to make it without that argument, because it is impermissible to use, they fail every single time. Everything that we are losing across the West, we are losing as a consequence of this argument of retributive uh, justice against the white race. So all good people of all immutable characteristics need to come together across Western civilization, and we need to contest, combat, wage war, metaphorically, against anti-whiteism. There isn't a people to wage war against. There isn't a group to wage war against, it, aside from or beyond anti-whites and anti-whiteism. We need to make that argument, those arguments, that constellation of arguments employed by anti-whites, these excuses to do whatever they want to do to the West, we need to make them so untenable and make anti-whites so uncomfortable across the West, not just the United States, that they dare not suggest anything that will arrive at an anti-white outcome. And so there are right now a million plus people. And I just tweeted yesterday. I mean, are you getting excited yet? Are you getting, you could see the opportunities here. These are ordinary folks. These are normal people. Our brothers and sisters out there and good people of all immutable characteristics coming together, seeing what the great Kate had to tweet. And there'll be more. Pardon me. She's had, she's already had massive uh, tweets go go viral. This, of course, is the biggest. There's never been anything, any swash like this before. Talk about uh, BPE. But there's never been anything like this before, unless somebody it's happened for somebody and I don't know, or I'm I'm missing it right now uh, with everything else I have in, in my head at the moment. But I just tweeted about uh, the, the epic king, Mark Dice, who at the end of uh, what was it, two days ago, uh, one of the videos he made, he absolutely railed against anti-whiteism. And he said it repeatedly and how we have to combat it. That is the great evil of this age. And so I implore all of you who are white positive to come over to this thread that, uh, that, that where Kate has started this tweet just 40 hours or roughly or so ago. Uh, and already a million plus and counting S speak to these wonderful people who are showing up who are scared as us sick and tired as us of it angry as us of of all that's going on and many of them keep in mind that many of them are going to be using the vast majority are going to be using the locutions the concepts that our victimizers have given them to use and that's how we got into this state is the psychological warfare of anti-whiteism defeated everything before 
It defeated our Christianity. It defeated Catholicism. It defeated all political ideologies. It defeated all economic ideologies. It's defeated everything, the psychological warfare of anti-whiteism, until we introduced the psychological defense that undermines the psychological warfare. The recapture of our destiny for the good of everyone who lives in Western civilization so that everyone who lives, it's, it's what I was saying, and I made a tweet about this a couple of days ago as well, that Kyrie was murdered uh, if the jury finds that it was indeed a murder because Western civilization has been white erased from Memphis. Yes, there are forms left. There are ghosts. There are hulks. There are bits and pieces. It continues to be white erased. That's why that happened there. And that kind of thing, well, is happening more and more. And the more places are white erased, the more places are less Western, the more we see anti-whiteism and the consequences of anti-whiteism. So we really need, we really need to come together and speak with these folks in these threads, tell them where to go, tell them to come to nowhitegilt.org, tell them to go to youtube.com forward slash nowhitegilt. No one can introduce them better than I can. That's just a reality. No one can take this apart as good as I can. We have had to deal with in this community nothing but LARPers who have pretended to be advancing the well-being of white people when really they were just haters of other groups of humanity. That means that they're nothing. That means that they're non-starters. That means that they're not welcome. We are going to put an end to the victimization of Western kind for the good of everyone white people, non-white people, all religions, we are going to put an end to it. We are all going to come together and recognize this great evil in the West, which by the way, since it is uniform across the West, needs only one cure to defeat it everywhere. We have that cure in Go Free. The audiobook of the second edition iteration two, I will be completing this month and I will begin immediately work on the third edition of Go Free, which is packed full, absolutely packed full of more information of the go-free method of argumentation against these anti-whites, packed so full of it, it's going to be like a, a minimum of a third larger than the, the previous information that has been proven by way of the scientific method now that can be entered into the actual instruction manual of the go-free method of argumentation we will be making that available. I will be talking about it week after week. Things are getting bigger. Things are getting better. And then, of course, I'll be doing the audiobook of Prometheus Rising, uh, my rewrite of Prometheus, and a, uh, a story there that many find inspiring and interesting. But, folks, backstage, I can see right now that the great Kate has entered. I want you for this, for this little lady, please. I know there might not be many of us here right now, but... 007s, raucous emojis, aces, aces in the live chat. Uh, what else do we do? Flags, other symbolism of swashbuckling success. Nothing like this has happened as, as far as I'm aware. And this we predicted. Kate and I had talked about this kind of thing. Kate and I had talked about bringing her uh, in. Uh, because she's so invested in the success of the go-free method. She sees it, and uh, she wants to share that. She wanted to share it. Her account 
is old is much older than her actual participation because it's been in private. She's barely just getting started as a neophyte on Twitter and already making these colossal tweets, reaching into the hearts of people. Uh, this one, one million and counting being recommended uh, by people tagging Elon Musk and many others. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where and how it happens that Western kind recaptured our destiny. So I hope to ma massive raucous emojis and cheers and flags and 007s, I give to you right now, the one and only great Kate. There she is. How are you, young lady? Big, so big, colossal, congratulations. I would be screaming, except that it's, it is 10 p.m., uh, but so big, uh, colossal congratulations to you. 007s, beyond epic, epic beyond epic. Thank you so much for your service to white well-being. And I know it's, I know it's late, but uh, what is going through your mind, it's been just a, a handful of hours now, I guess, since it's passed, uh, your tweet has passed 1 million views. But what's going through your mind? Uh, well, can you hear me okay? I can, and we'll ask the live chat if your audio is, is loud enough, and if not, or if it's whatever, I'll fix it. So folks, let me know, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just really happy to be here to be able to talk about it and be able to talk about how um, the going free method can really uh, help people as they learn to deal with this because it's a lot when you read things like this and when you, um, you know, when you come upon items like this, it, it, it can be very scary because it seems like everything is stacked against you. And this will be a really interesting um tweet and document to discuss because uh, this original uh, written um, book, it came from a book, and then the article was written based on a book, but the book was published 20 years ago. So this Harvard professor was calling for the white race to be destroyed publicly 20 years ago. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people I, I'm seeing a lot of comments come in. And can I can I can I can I pause you right there? I want you to keep going with that strain of, uh, of uh, stream of thought. But I do want to point out that we routinely we, we have there are young people with mass content creators with massive audiences and their their span of understanding, even when they can speak about history, what came before them, really, they they always uh, talk about events of uh, the world happening within the span of their lives. So it's like, well, when I turned 16, then it got bad. They've been calling for biological white erasure of Western kind since before our grandparents and great grandparents were born. So let's just actually put this in context. This has not been a something just got bad that we can now just take a, a step back or a step sideways and remedy. This is an ideology that's that's what it is that infects people uh, with a demonic moral imperative that requires the victimization of western kind and then they look for collateral beneficiaries who can who can benefit this isn't about making things better for this or that non-white group those are just the arguments they make it's all about victimizing white people and then looking for a collateral beneficiary. Who can benefit from this? Where can who? What group can we use as the excuse? Who can then receive the funds? Who can then receive uh, the outcome of the intelligence, the outcome of the industry, the outcome of the efforts, uh, et cetera? 
So I just wanted to make that clear that this is something in place for a long time. We actually have the long view understanding here uh, that we implement to uh, undermine the anti-whiteism, to under this, this psychological warfare that's waged against us and to overcome it with this go-free method of argumentation. But please, the people were coming in, they were talking about the 20 years ago, please take it from there. Oh, uh, yeah, so it is, it's it's really important, I think, for people to realize, um, you know, that this did happen. This is a, a long running thing. It's not, it's not brand new. Um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of folks on Twitter saying, oh, is this why Joe Biden is is letting in, you know, massive amounts of migrants or, or and things like that because they are are thinking that this is like a brand new thing because it mm. seems so outrageous and people are thinking, you know, this would never be. I, I one um a person actually put under the tweet, uh, they were like, this would never be allowed to be printed today, but yet so which is obviously sort of backwards because um you know uh, it's it's gotten more outrageous today it's got it's gotten more anti-white right you could right. say more <laughs> anti-white things today than 20 years ago yeah exactly exactly so it's really um you know people people are really surprised to find out that it is indeed 20 years old and a lot of people too um that the screenshot of this it, it shows a, a woman in the corner and I'm seeing a lot of folks um, that are a little bit confused because it, it's a lot if you don't know who the person is who actually wrote it. Uh, the, I believe the screenshot is somebody, a staffer, maybe from the Harvard Magazine, but the actual uh, written document was written by, I believe his name was, oh goodness, what was it? Noel um, Ignatiev? Uh, Noel, that's it. Yes, sir, that's it. So, um, and he was... At the time, people are also saying a lot of people are pushing back on my tweet saying, well, this isn't from Harvard because this guy just wrote something and then they did an article about it. But I would push back on that and say, actually, uh, he was a professor at the time that he wrote this yeah. and he made these statements publicly and he wasn't just a professor anywhere. He was a professor for Harvard and they continued to allow him to teach and they continued to promote his work. So I, you know, that to me, if you are a university and your professor is out there publicly saying, destroy the white race, then that means that you are okay with that statement. At the very least, you're okay with it. Um, you know, honestly, at, at the worst, you're supporting it, but mm. they were allowing him to c continue to teach. So I would say that that actually is not accurate to say, oh, Harvard had nothing to do with it. Um, no, because he, he went to work there every day, even after he said these things. Yeah, that's a really great point. So I pulled up, I don't know if you can see the screen, but I have the Harvard, uh, the actual Harvard website pulled up with the this one of the links you sent me harvardmagazine.com exactly and that is the original tweet and i would like to thank biospirit of the west because actually he was the first one that tweeted this and then when i went to retweet him because it was inside of somebody else's tweet it, all that showed up was his verbiage but not the picture so i did a screenshot of it and made my own tweet but biospirit of the west was the first one to, to tweet this and so I'm, I'm grateful that he did because i would not have seen it if he had not done that and then after i 
saw it, I did a little bit of research on it to make sure that it was accurate because I try to be careful about, you know, just being like a propagandist person and putting out stuff that I think might get people's interest, but maybe it's not true. Um, and I did see that there was, uh, you know, a lot on the internet about it. So I went ahead and did the tweet, but I had not read much about the person who actually made the statements. And then after um, I did the tweet and so many people started responding and, and wanting to know more about where it had come from, I then read through what was available online and then um, did some more research on him because he actually started an organization called Race Trader, which I, I didn't, I had never even heard of that. And I sent you the link for that too. I believe I sent you the, the wiki link um, for the, the race trader entity that he started with another guy. And um, it, it it's, re it's really fascinating. Their, uh, their slogan for race trader was treason to the white race is loyalty to humanity. So I can't and that, wait, Let me stop you right there. That when I was 11, 12, 13 years old, folks, in that junior high school, you can read about that in my book, Crucible, where I went through uh, intermediate junior high school, seventh and eighth grade, began asking questions about what's going on because I thought this is I can see how they had set up the moral structure so that it was actually moral to victimize white people <clears throat> and immoral to to not victimize white people. I pointed that out and then I. I heard the teachers, the admin, and their excuses about why that was a, a, a good thing or where they just couldn't formulate a, a reasoning to even give to a child. And I understood even at that age what you end up seeing here at Harvard, which is by way of Nolignatyev, which is this, if you are not treasonous, and now I know they they play and this is but everybody can see what's going on here. It's such a ridiculous sort of word game that they anti-whites attempt to play. Everybody, of course, can see the reality of it. He's saying that in, that it is moral to be treasonous to white people, to be treason. And that means also our projections, which is Western civilization our culture, Western culture, which of course is hard to find nowadays with all the plastic garbage that capitalists will sell you that uh, are, is made by Chinese slaves and other slaves around the planet or virtual slaves. But nonetheless, this is them saying what I in total shock and horror realized back at 11, 12, 13 years of age. But I'll pass it back, Kate, keep going. Oh, well, yes, sir. And um, so the, the race trader organization obviously was around, I believe it was around before he even wrote the book. And then um, I think they it, they said that they did their last issue in uh, 2005, I think I read. So it was around for a, a, quite a while. And um, it was like a publication that he would I guess, send out, I guess, like a written publication at the time, because I don't mm -hmm. think internet was really so much a thing then. And so, you know, he, he really was working very hard and his whole goal, like if you read about him, it says that he did advocacy work uh, to, his advocacy work was for deconstruction of the white race. And in how, how do you deconstruct 
something without destroying it. Yeah, you know, that's exactly and when what it's, it's a all person, about. yeah, when it's a person, they're not just talking about like deconstruction. They're talking. They want you gone. Yeah, and let me and let me also make something very clear. And this is another way that the go free method of argumentation wins, whereas everything else people were using before just loses. And that is when it comes to somebody like Noel Ignatyev, he's saying, along with these other radical anti-whites, calling themselves various names, you know, communists, Marxists, all of this garbage, don't use any of that stuff. Don't give them the names of their taking. You give them the names that we want to give them, which identifies their action. And that is anti-white, anti-whiteism. He tried to get away with a little word game that said, it's not white people, it's just all of the white systems, it's just everything. Well, does anybody here who's studying, who's been studying Go Free, not immediately see how Go Free catches him, how this method of argumentation catches Noel Ignatiev, whereas everything else, everything before failed, everything else failed because he was able to say in those environments that it's not white people. It's just all of these outcomes. It's just this, what, Western civilizations. It's just these norms. It's just this. Well, when you study the go-free method of argumentation, you learn, because I'm teaching, that your projection is who you are. You can't do otherwise. It is what and who you are. If you were to eradicate our projection, which is our instinct, that we are put upon the world around us because we are intelligent animals, intelligent beings. I believe we have a soul, but we're intelligent animals and animal bodies nonetheless. That is what we are on our environment. The only way to get rid of what we are in our environment is to get rid of white people, of Westmen, of Western kind. That's the only way you can get rid of it. Those who are studying the go-free method of argumentation, even if you didn't even finish high school, would be able to take Noel Ignatiev to task, would be able to take all of these other anti-white professors to task, whereas the most educated patriots and et cetera, all they can do at the end is uh, wring their hands about how these anti-whites, they'll of course call them liberals or wokies or some other ignorant thing that these people want to be called. All that they can do is say, well, they're really silly. They just don't understand. They just have a limited view. They just grew up in a bad place. And they so they don't know what they're doing to the West. That and yet again, another reason to demonstrate that the go-free method of argumentation succeeds where everything else has failed. But please continue, Kate. I, I agree. And also, I think that um, like what you're talking about there is so important because it really is a matter of words and understanding that words matter and that, um, you know, it's not just all the same. Like I, I see a lot of people uh, on the thread um, using, you know, the, the word like uh, racism. And if mm -hmm. if they're introduced to, you know, they'll be like, well, this is inverted racism or this is reverse racism or can you believe how racist this is. And of course, that word is so tarnished because um, anyone that thinks about that word always thinks about, like, no matter who you are, it always comes to your mind that racism is something done by white people because mm -hmm. we've been taught that over and over again. And so, um, you know, and a lot of people will even argue that, uh, you know, white people cannot be the victim of 
racism. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's very, that word is, is so tarnished that, you know, using anti-whiteism is a, is a much better way and, and more direct way. Well, and, it, and um, it, it describes, way. Yeah. yeah, it actually describes what's happening. But to your point, there is, it's the concept racist is the concept that destroyed Western civilization. It is what overturned uh, all that we had done up to that point. It is what took our destiny out of our own hands. That is a concept like the Ring of Sauron that the white race cannot wield. And that definition, for those who are finicky about where the definition comes from, is not in those things you call dictionaries that you have to deal with. The definition that you have to deal with is in the heads of the hundreds of millions of people that compose Western civilization. And that definition there, taught by way of news and entertainment media, is in countless, in countless iterations, is the victimization of non-white people, the suffering of non-white people by uh, the, the villainy of white people. You cannot invoke that in someone's mind if you're a white person or if you're trying to put an end to anti-whiteism. You cannot invoke that specter in everyone's heads and think you're going to succeed. So people who are doing that, they just haven't learned yet. Now, there are other, there are problem people out there, but the vast majority of folks who are out there who are using uh, the anti-white concept racist just have to be helped to the truth that this actually is anti-whiteism. It's not racism. It's anti-whiteism. These people are not racist. They're anti-whites. The more we help these folks, our brothers and sisters out there, good people of all immutable characteristics, come to that reality, the more we are able to spread the concepts, especially the key concepts, that actually enthrone us in the position of uh, the, the moral actor in these arguments with anti-whites. They have to come to us because they need to propagandize us. When they come to us and we use these concepts, they have to defend immoral positions. Let them try to say to you why it's a good thing or a moral thing or a right thing to victimize white people, white elderly, uh, white children, et cetera, our weakest members. So this is, I want to point out, Franklin said, uh, it was a genius to put nowhitegilt.org on it. Yeah, brother, we, uh, Kate and I have talked about that. That's exactly why it was there. And uh, now it's now we need to be, the entire community, now we need to get over into this thread, a million and counting, and to have these conversations and drop the memes. And uh, you're going to have some people that are going to need uh, one kind of conversation and they're going to be talked to, and you're going to have others that are going to need a different kind of conversation. And the whole point, though, is that you need to get them to come and listen to what we have to share, because what we have to share will empower them. This go-free method of argumentation against anti-white, against anti-whites and anti-whiteism will empower them, will strengthen them, will make a difference in our world in the way that none of these other little little kid fantasies, these these ideas that you're going to raise some political party is total Bravo Sierra, that you're going to raise some sort of an army, total Bravo Sierra. These are the things of children. These are the toys of children. And we need to be changing the dial, moving the dial in a direction that we make substantive change in the world. And we did that here uh, with, with great Kate's tweet and others that have already happened with her absolutely tiny account just getting started. And they, there will be many more. These things will not be able to be replicated by folks out there who are antags. 
antagonists of various types who are plaguing the villain, who are LARPing like kids out there. It's only happening here. And you have seen time and again, shame on everybody who who can't, who has heard this message and then walked away, turned their back on it, uh, and uh, whatever it might be. Shame on every single one of them. Shame on anybody who doesn't get onto this thread, uh, if they're able, if they're on Twitter, if they're able, uh, in this capacity to serve white well-being, to talk to our brothers and sisters who are who have shown themselves, you know, they they've shown themselves concerned about what's happening to this country, as well as a good folk of all immutable characteristics who have demonstrated, hey, I'm I'm worried. I don't want to I don't want to lose all of my rights and freedoms. Uh, I don't want to live in increasing tyranny. I don't want to be under the 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 pressure of a tyrant in my country, whether it's the U.S. or France or Poland or whatever it might be. So what did you did I cut you off there? Did you have something you want to share next? I know I have uh, you sent a couple of more links to share. So this was the race trader uh, from Wikipedia. Oh, yes, sir. And I just wanted to touch again on on the power of language, because I am seeing um, a lot of folks in the thread who are obviously uh, scared or angry or both. And they are calling for action. They are uh, posting memes about war and, and so forth. But, um, you know, what a lot of those folks don't realize is we got where we are because the anti-whites were able to manipulate us through language. I mean, think yep. of how much power the word racism has. It, yep. it scares people. Like if it, they don't want to be called, a, you can lose your job for being yep. called a racist. Yep. Uh, you can lose a lot of things. You can lose your status. You can lose your ability to sit on the PTA board at your kid's school. I mean, everybody will know. It, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like the scarlet letter of today's time. It's, it it's really horrific and people are scared of it. So they need to take a minute and realize that um, words do have power because that's how we got here. That's Precisely. how we got here. Precisely. Thank you for saying that. And over all of these years and all of these people uh, lecturing about the Frankfurt School and all of these different things, and I saying to them, okay, well, well, we have to do the opposite of what they did. We need to use concepts. We need to figure out powerful concepts that people won't need to have presented to them. There's far more to this than I know there's going to be a lot of parvenus out there a lot of wannabes out there that are going to say, well, I could just uh, come up with a bunch of things and I'm going to get started on it right now and do my own thing. And I'm going to uh, maybe purloin a few things from Jason and then go off and try to do my own thing, try to fit it into the system some other way that it's inside the anti-white narrative and therefore won't end up working. There's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot of thought. There's a lot of experimentation and what we have and are delivering and making available. And the third edition coming within the first half of 2023, third edition on the way, much better, much bigger, much more concise, much more powerful on the way. And even before then, the audio version of Go Free second edition iteration two coming, that'll be done before the end of this month. These things are proven argumentation tactics. And what is this? These, these arguments, these debates that are taking place, they take place on the field of psychological warfare. And it's not enough to, in a way, Alex Jones this and say it's a psychological uh, battle and therefore you need to know what these so-called like invisible groups somewhere around the world 
are up to and the kinds of things they're planning. That can be interesting for entertainment purposes, but you got to get in your car every day. You got to go to work every day. You have the power to do things like mow your grass, pay your mortgage, go to the doctor. And that's where your power and, and, and speak to friends and family and coworkers. That's the extent of your power. What they're doing at Bilderberg or what they're doing, all of that stuff is fantasy, stupid, fake. You can't do anything about it. There's no amount of attention that can be, be brought to it by way of you or some content creator that's going to make any difference to the people who are able to print the money and travel the world and et cetera. Nothing you can do. There is something you can do. You can get into the actual battlefield psychological battlefield of your life and you can have the battles that matter today that's the conversations over dinner the conversations at the pta meeting the conversation over the water cooler the conversation over the lathe you can get into these environments with the concepts concepts just like the concepts racist and racism defeated the west the concepts anti-white anti-whiteism western kind anti-white narrative defeats the anti-whites. So Kate is absolutely right. 100% words are power. Why? Because ideas are composed of words. Ideas compose moral or create moral imperatives. Moral imperatives animate human beings. Exactly. And like for folks who might push back against that, you know, that my response would be that, um, I, you know, I work for a politician, I'm a staffer for a politician, and I see how the person I work for responds to what is being said in the public arena. So a person who's in power looks to words to make his decisions. And so words really do have the ultimate power because he is looking out and he's saying, okay, what is everybody talking about? What is, you know, what what's going on in the world? What what is the general sway of the public? Um, which direction are they going? And that is where a lot of those decisions are made. So it's not the people in power giving us the words, it's our words that direct the people in power. So if you change the way you think and, and the verbiage you use, and enough people do that. In, in great numbers, then you will have power over the people in charge. Yes. Yeah, that's what we've been teaching on. Uh, and unfortunately, I've I've had to spend decades of my life being so far out ahead of a, a lot of jealous people. But we've been chipping away. We're not stopping. And uh, thank you for mentioning Biospirit of the West. He's doing great work. He got in there. And this was unintended collaboration. Kate was, and I'm sure Andres is, is thinking this is a, an, an epic uh, thing that it worked out this way. Kate is looking for opportunities to bring these concepts to good, law-abiding, tax-paying, moral, ordinary people who want to just keep what we created. They want, they want to preserve the West. They want to preserve our rights. They want to preserve our laws. They want to preserve our structures. They want to preserve our norms. They don't want to continue down this slide of this incrementalism into anti-white oblivion and hell. They don't want that to happen across the West. Those are the people we are. So we need to be able to talk to them, 
she saw Biospirit of the West grab this. She was horrified by it. She crafted it into this tweet and then released it. And this, this folks is happening and you can be a part of it. Maybe you, like me, can't write a tweet that a million plus people are going to con sharing and continuing to share in 40 hours and continuing to share and undoubtedly will be reaching powerful, big people. Now, remember what I said, uh, wealthy people, remember what I said and have been saying for so long about this and the go-free method is that it's just child's fantasy to think that you're going to build some sort of an uh, ideological army. You're going to build some sort of political army. You're going to build some sort of economic army. You're going to build some sort. There's no, they've got all the money. I explained to you with much chagrin a couple of weeks ago that inside their system where they can literally print money, you cannot win. Money has defeated all religion. Money has defeated everything because of personal avarice. So you need to be able, with a language that selfishly serves the individual, reach the individual where they are, in the positions of power they already hold, in the positions of wealth that they have already accumulated, and empower them with that very selfish collection of concepts, that a collection of concepts that engenders a people out of a deracinated Western kind. And that is, that is, I know, beyond the minds of just about everybody. I get it. But that is what works. That's why we're doing this. That is clearly, and that's why in this community, uh, the folks who are sort of midwit range, they run off, they run away from this. And we end up with the, the advanced placement people, the people with the highest IQs. Kate right here is a certified genius. Biospirit of the West, genius. Uh, we could go on and on. Certified geniuses in this community because this is built on love. It's built on hope. It's built on redemption. It is the only thing that has been introduced that undermines the anti-white psychological warfare operation that overcame the West. Where do you want to go next with this, Kate? This is this is your celebration. We're gonna we're gonna celebrate more on Sunday, though, folks. But uh, I, just just briefly, I just I something caught my my eye in the chat, and okay. it's uh, somebody here um, by the name of Radical Normie who I've not seen before. And this person uh, says that this is a really powerful message, and that they are sharing it to every live stream that they can. And that more awesome. uh, people need to hear this. So good, good for that person. And I'm God bless you. Here. God bless you, champ. And this, in this community of genuine lovers, of genuine heroes, of genuine change agents, everybody who does anything, we laud and celebrate to the heavens. I mean, with this right now, if you were here normally, I uh, you would know that I would be like hollering, and we would be it would be a big thing. But it's just late, so we're just we're just jumping in because. We hit this million views mark, unbelievable. Who knows uh, where it will continue to go, but with our help, uh, maybe with the community's help, maybe a lot further, but all right, what else, where'd you wanna go next? I know and you had a couple I, of more. I wanted to say that um, it, it's it's really uh, heartening that I, you know, I put the, the website on the, the tweet and last I looked, it was almost 3000 people that had visited uh, your website, clicked the link. 
to to your website. So that that is good. Big. I'm excited that is, about that. That is that is colossal. That is absolutely colossal. And let me tell you, folks, I have spent on advertising thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, and I mean, we'll have to look back at the at the records. I there certainly hasn't been anything like that over this short a period of time. Been nothing like that over this short period. All of that, all of that money, uh, the and the the smart verbiage that we used to try to help people out of this morass that is the anti-white narrative that the anti-whites box us into. Uh, so this is epic. It's just we we can't we can't say thank you enough. We can't celebrate you enough. We've got to make the meme, uh, our meme merchants out there. They have to take, they have to take the Kate's image and put like a little crown on it, uh, and uh, say maybe great Kate or something under under it. Uh, we need to uh, we need to celebrate this. We need to celebrate Kate. We want Kate to do more things like this, and we want more of you out there uh, to help out and to endeavor to accomplish uh, wonderful things as well. We will celebrate you. So. What's next? It really is a group effort because, like I said, um, had I not seen this tweet from BioSpirit of the West, then I would not have had this to go on. So it absolutely is is a group effort, and everyone should be celebrated. And I guess the next thing I wanted to talk about was um, I think I sent you a link to a Washington Post article. Is it All right. Washington Post, Washington Times? Maybe um, okay. it's about uh, the professor. And it, it just really, I've been passing this link out to folks because a lot of people don't know who wrote this. And then their response immediately is, well, it, it's not by Harvard. But this article written at the time it was written actually is titled, Harvard Professor Calls to Abolish the White Race. And think about that. That was in 2002. That was 20 years ago. I was like yeah. 13. And so that was a long time ago. And they were allowed to say that they were already testing the waters with words like that publicly. Oh, and yeah, it was it was already in in usage. The desire was already there at the the highest level uh, where these anti-whites were occupying ground, using the psychological warfare of anti-whiteism and succeeding. Uh, this was already there, even long before that. But you can find it here. This is a great place to point to. Because it's 20 years ago, many of these uh, very young people, they they weren't even born. They yeah. weren't even born. And and they're saying things uh, like, well, things got bad uh, eight years ago. Are you kidding me? If you're listening to somebody who says things got bad eight years ago or 16 years ago or five years ago, you need to stop listening to them. You've come to the right place. Please continue. We have that article up right now. I, I was just going to say that. Uh, for a while, I, I was one of those people because, uh, you know, being that, like I said, like I was 13 when this happened, I didn't really have like a lot of, you know, and I was very uh, sheltered too. Like I, I was homeschooled and grew up without um, access to social media. And so um, I really wasn't aware very much of the racial climate um, when I went out into the world because I was homeschooled from kindergarten to to when I went to college. So, um, you know, I, I really didn't know what, what all was really out there. It had just mainly been like family and church friends and close friends. And, and you know, I wasn't exposed to the big wide world. So it, I used to honestly think that uh, things got bad around like 2013 when 
you know, like like when Obama was in office and when there were a lot of uh, like a lot of racial, you know, discourse that I had seen because I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't aware of the things that had happened previously, even though when you look back on it, obviously, there's a lot of things that happened way, you know, before that. And and there were, you know, uh, racial disparities and, and racial riots. And, you know, there was a lot of anti-white sentiment out there, but um, I was totally not aware of it. So I used to be one of those people. So I, I know how that is. Yeah. I mean, really what's happening when, when, when you hear somebody say, and, and we're going to keep moving along here, but when you hear somebody say, things got bad five years ago, eight years ago, 12 years ago, you're just hearing them say, I started paying attention eight years ago, five years ago, 12 years ago, and realized that everything was bad. That's <laughs> not when things got bad. But when you hear people making recommendations about what we need to do, what can be done, you, you need to take such uh, evaluations of the climate into consideration. And if someone is concluding that things got bad 12 years ago or what have you, they're not worth listening to anymore because they can't pop possibly understand the scope of the damage already done, the damage done to our people, the mindset of our people, how we are where we are today, that incrementalism of anti-whiteism to get to where we are today, how that even works and how they even want this many years of their life, whatever those years may be, uh, benighted and unable to see even to this day because they're not using the go free method of argumentation, which can uh, begin uh, with no more than helping folks to use the five key concepts, one of the five key concepts, three of the five key concepts, four of the five key concepts, whatever it is, it can begin that way. It's that easy. Where do you want to go now? Oh, so yeah, so this is just, um, you know, an article that just basically uh, shows folks that he was indeed a professor and that this was talked about casually in in the media at that time 2002 and nobody really batted an eye you know like like they were not the washington times was not disparaging this professor uh when you read this article that they are actually trying to like rationalize what his views are and and why uh you know why he feels the way he does and um you know trying to basically make it okay make it palatable for people to understand him. So even back then, uh, when somebody said that they wanted to destroy the white race, the media was still coming to their aid and using words, again, um, using words to get people to, to be comfortable with that. So, and then the only other place that I really wanted to touch on was the other article I sent you, which was the newest professor. This was from September of um, 2022, um, where uh, another Harvard professor is out there talking about how, uh, I believe he wrote a book too, and he's talking about how white supremacy is uh, interwoven into um, the society here in the United States. So again, he is, you know, spewing um, hatred for, for white people. He is, uh, you know, wanting to guilt white people. Um, so, it, and again, Harvard is totally okay with this. This guy's still, he's still teaching there. He's still a professor and he's in articles. He's talking about um, this and it's not just Harvard. This particular one is from a Harvard publication, but you can find this article and others like it on this guy uh, all over 
the internet and it's it's other news media uh, you know mainstream news media that are featuring him too so again for folks that think you know maybe it was a one-off maybe um you know this was 20 years ago and harvard's turned a corner um no that the big names in, in academia are indeed anti-white and they are pushing the anti-white agenda yeah and that's that's folks that's how you isolate it and discuss it you begin by identifying what they are and that is how do we determine that by what they think what they share and what they do so if they think share and do things that are anti-white you say they're anti-white you identify their ideology anti-whiteism that's the superset ideology inside that ideology are subsets leftism wokeism communism all of these other sorts of things where they where those things intersect with our lived experience our lives is where and how and why we conclude that they are anti-white it makes no sense to pretend that you are above the world looking down on it and discussing ideologies as though there is no impact on you or your people or uh, in a in the laboratory of the mind where there is no one out there that can honestly compute human dynamism uh, not even a fraction and here they are trying to recreate reality in their head and then apply a, 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 a the understanding of a doctrine or ideology to that reality that they have attempted to recreate in their head what preposterous nonsense what preposterous nonsense let people know that they have gone wrong when they pursue these sorts of things this is what we are doing here the thing that shakes the pillars of the power structure we don't need the millions or uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to already make magnificent change for ourselves and all people of all immutable characteristics who care about and love the west and wanted to remain the same uh, we don't need all of that money we don't need all of that publicity uh, and it's a good thing that's why i crafted it this way because not needing it means that it can't easily defeat you if you don't need the money to compete to say another way if you needed great sums of money to compete they are always going to be able to outspend you does that make sense if you need great sums of money to be able to compete with anti-whites and anti-whiteism they 100 percent will always be able to outspend you period Absolutely. yeah that's that's a really good point and i mean for folks that are um you know i'm seeing a lot of this on twitter right now where people are saying well you know we we've got the guns that's what i'm, I'm seeing a lot of and yeah. you know no one I, I have not seen anybody make a direct call to, to violence but they are saying you know if if it happens you know like maybe there will be a race war or maybe there will be a war between um you know us versus them kind of thing and the elites they're calling them versus you know the the regular everyday people what they don't they don't have the verbiage to to say it's you know the anti-whites that's what they mean but more importantly though what they are not understanding is you will never out gun or out muscle or out military the anti-whites at this point not no. with force not with force it's no, got to be through verbiage it's it's got to be a moral imperative 
that animates the people in a way that they feel righteously indignant and animated and 100% confident in the positions they take against anti-whiteism, which is something that can't be done by any other means because it's all the other means have been defeated so far. The shaming, the guilting, using this concept uh, racist on people, easily defeating people everywhere you turn. Uh, that's why I created anti-white and anti-whiteism. I didn't invent the words. They weren't in use. They weren't in the dictionaries at the city or, or uh, dictionaries we had at the house. Their use, when I started using them, was discouraged by people in the white sympathetic sphere. Thank God I am so hard-headed and have stuck with it because I knew that these concepts defeated the concept, the generalized concept of racist and racism. We're defeating anti-whites everywhere you turn in argumentation. We have been able to insert verbiage on the societal level in numerous Western countries around planet Earth. And no one here is a billionaire. No one here is a centimillionaire. No one here is a decamillionaire. Uh, I don't know if there are anybody with net worth of a million or I, I, I don't know. But uh, nobody's, nobody's contributing that kind of money. You don't get anything like that. You see all of the financial gifts that I receive. In fact, I uh, just got one right now. We're going to celebrate. Please get out some 07s and some raucous emojis, some 07s and raucous emojis for Maki, who financially gifted just now over there on Cash App. One of the numerous options that you have for financial gifting, 25 white well-being dollars, 25. Let's celebrate Kate dollars 25 of them and writes oh my god you are working late god bless you thank you so much for that uh it's uh, all hours of the day no hours of sleep service to white well-being for all of these years it's largely thankless except for you wonderful people uh coming together here the brightest in the white sympathetic sphere by far implicit or explicit the brightest come here and it shows through when you have this tight-knit message, discipline, unified group of folks who are just ordinary people, but extraordinary dedication, extraordinary capabilities. And we are changing the world. And this is another two days in a row. We just had uh, Mark Dice, the, the King Mark Dice, and uh, him shouting down anti-whiteism on his channel, million plus two million uh, viewers, ultimately, all the people that he influences as well. And then the very next day, we have a viral tweet, 40 hours or rough, whatever it is uh, later, uh, over a million views and counting. This is going to become the norm. You don't know what it's going uh, exactly to look like when we recapture our destiny. You're not able to look and say, ah, oh, I saw that coming a mile away. People will say that after the fact. People will say, oh, it, it had to happen that way because of all of these things. I don't know why everybody didn't get it. What everybody else is doing today, what they've been doing for so long, and what I've had to endure for so many years, is this desire to imitate the forms, ideologies, uh, vehicles, etc., of the past that have all been defeated already by anti-whiteism. The argument should be really simple for everybody. Those things don't work. They've already been defeated. Time to move on. There are a lot of jealous uh, leaders out there, thought leaders, group leaders, organization leaders, a lot of them very jealous, very driven by their egos uh, and have 
ultimately agendas different than what our agenda is, which is the recapture of our destiny in the West to be able to put an end to anti-whiteism for the benefit of everybody of all immutable characteristics who live in the West. Our agenda has always been this way. I have numerous books on this. Uh, there has been no variation. There's nothing here in any way, shape or form, not even a scintilla of consideration given to something called optics or the way you're going to appear. This is who and what I really am. This is who and what we really are. That's how we're able to reach people. That's how we're able to talk to people. There's nothing hidden that they find out later that's horrible. It's This is it. It's all up front. We're all coming together. And as a consequence of great successes, as a consequence of the ideas that we are implementing, we see enormous successes like this. I want you all to understand this, though, how much bigger it is than, than you realize. Because we are not playing to a... Uh, audience base that already exists. Do you understand that? We are giving people something that they need without them realizing they need it. Do you understand how that's big? Go and have some uh, reading in some, in some economic manuals. If you had training for at university in economics, you will understand that the easiest way to make money is to go to a market where there's already a market base, already customers created. Like in the explicit white sympathetic sphere, there's already this huge market base. Very easy to get people there to uh, retweet, regab, follow you on these different platforms if you give them the drug that they want, which is the lunacy of being an antag, of being the antagonist in the anti-white narrative, LARPing as some sort of villain. You're selling them the heroin that they want. You're selling them the drug that ruins their lives. Very easy to do that when you have a a community of customers already in place. We don't have that. And yet we don't have that. And we have the headwind of the anti-whites doing everything they can to cut the tongues out of our mouths and to silence us. And we have the headwind of all of the white sympathetics out there, explicit white sympathetics who hate me and who hate the people in this community because we refused to kowtow to them and to become white negative and hate other groups of humanity. We're not going to do that. Against all of that headwind, we're doing this. There are many more successes to come. This is all proof of concept. I don't know what else that can be done if not to prove if these sorts of things are not evidence of it. There will be more. So when will you finally realize this method of argumentation, this method of treating yourself for these poisonous anti-white ideas? When are you going to realize this is the place to be, that you're really going to fully invest yourself, that you're really going to go about the practice in your life, that you're really going to use this manual for argumentation and wage these battles where it matters, the only battles that matter. It was at the dinner table that the West was lost. Do you understand? It was the angry daughter and the angry son who stood up and threw their napkins on the floor and said, I'm not going to put up with your, and then insert the anti-white slur that they had been given to say. Racism, white supremacy, uh, anti-Semitism, bigotry, sexism, uh, homophobia. That is where the West was lost. That is where we will regain the West. These concepts, these words in a position of love, hope, and redemption. If you don't get it, then you're left in the past and there's a bottleneck coming, maybe you won't make it through. Exactly. And I just, uh, something else caught my eye in the chat. Uh, there's a, a, 
a person called BP Player, and they were talking about whether or not they're a mod for another channel that discusses politics, and they say it's a normie channel um, and mostly non-white. Shall I share the stream? And yeah. then they came to the conclusion, you know, that they could indeed share it because yeah. this is, it's so um, easy to share. It is who you are and it's, it's truly loving. It's about loving uh, your own and, and hate for no one. You know, it's, it's not about hating on any group, anyone with any immutable characteristics. It's, it's truly just about, about loving your group and, and loving your people and wanting the best for everyone while you love your own. It's, you know, it's, it's similar to, yep. um, you know, like you would feed your child before you feed your neighbor's child, but that doesn't mean you hate your neighbor's child. Right. So it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's, it's like you can love your group, you can have in-group preference, and then you can still love all of those around you and and want the best for them too. And there's another person in the chat who is uh, by the name of TS and they say that they are black and they say, I love this channel. So awesome. that shows you that people of all immutable characteristics, people of all you know races uh, come to this channel and come to um, going free and are open to it because it's it's not about hating others. It really isn't. Precisely. There's nothing to hide here. And that's the thing, folks. Uh, people who have been in the explicit white sympathetic sphere, we saved them. We saved all of the best, by the way. So if you're left in the explicit white sympathetic sphere and you're LARPing around with some others and you see that you're better than you can think more clearly than they can, you don't want to be a child anymore, you don't want to play with toys anymore, uh, you can leave them. You can come on over. It's very easy. Start hanging out with us and start using the lexicon in your life. It's a basic practice. You learn more jargon for your work. But here's the thing I got to tell you. When you know that what you're doing is based in love, when you know that you are combating the great evil of our age, you don't feel ashamed. You don't feel scared to go out into public. I have been in this sphere for three decades. And in every single leaflet, banner, drop, etc., People had to be, uh, they had to like gird themselves because they felt guilty about what they were doing. You could read it on their faces. They felt fearful because they knew that they were going to be going out in public and playing a villain. You don't have to feel that way. And when those sentiments aren't uh, ignited in you, when they're not triggered in you, you can act with authority. You can act with conviction. You can be persuasive in ways that you can't be persuasive when you're playing a role in somebody else's narrative. That's that anti-white narrative that's forced on all of us. If, for example, we were all spreading the reality that Tyree Nichols died because Memphis, large parts of it, have been white erased, that there are only these husks, these shells left. It's like the turtle shell and the turtle's gone. There are only these husks left of it. When you argue that, hey, it's because white Western norms have been eradicated. It's because uh, the, the way that uh, Western kind set up governance, standards, uh, et cetera, because these things have been white erased. Why? Because they were what? Retributive justice. White people projected it. White people enjoy it. White people benefit from it, directly or indirectly. When your opposition, your victimizer can make those arguments and get rid of all of those things, you're left with the consequences 
of the void of Western civilization. And that is ultimately what's happened in Memphis. So many dead of all different groups as a consequence. And we now see very, very specifically, and with the go free method, you can articulate it clearly why and how make these predictions and retrodictions to your friends, family, and strangers. Why and how anti-whites are able to go from uh, a handful of black police officers killing a, or, or whatever the jury ends up deciding, uh, this, this black guy that was resisting arrest, I get it, but at the same time, he obviously shouldn't have been beaten and none of that would have happened as a consequence. When you can articulate how they're going to get there, how it's always gotten there this way, the argument, how it always comes back to, we need to victimize white, white people more, and therefore how it's always going to be in the future, you become persuasive. There's not a bunch of odd, uh, like loose ends, like th these threadbare arguments. And then these people go into these historical revisionism, these angry historical revisionists uh, and get nowhere. You just end up getting thought of as a crank. So this is true. This is genuine. This is going places. Even if everyone else wants to ignore it, we'll make our way. And then you know what? We have a long memory. We have really long memories here. So those who those who get in the way, who are undermined and everything, uh, they you know if the day comes when they want to come back around and say, hey, hey, can I can I jump on a coattail? Who are you again? Okay, but you can make amends. Uh, you can you can get on board with the love, hope, and redemption of the go free method of argumentation. You can do what's good for everyone, and you can make a difference in the world as we are making a difference in the world without the money, because with the money. If you have to have recourse to massive sums of money, they will always be able to outspend you. I saw some good comments. I'm going to take a look at it as well. Looks like Time Travelers with us. Great to see you. Good brother. I hope that there's more in the white sympathetic sphere. Uh, it took me a whole four years to find this community. I'm, I'm sure there are, but uh, we, have to, we have to be absolutely intolerant of those in the white sympathetic sphere, the explicit white sympathetic sphere that want to slander me, slander us. We have to be totally intolerant of them as has not been done before. They end up uh, being led. Their, their leaders bend a, a knee to the most violent and dumbest members of that community, the ones who are willing to, to slander and say the grossest things with zero evidence to destroy people's reputations and work because they don't value reputations and work because they're low value people. It doesn't matter to that. Those kind of people should be shunned. They should be banned from every channel uh, until they be can be begin to conduct themselves with uh, respect for uh, people's effort, uh, longevity, and the fruits of their labors. We're not going to bend the knee anymore. Let's see. Uh, Joshua James Bell says, I plan on reading the book, Go Free, for my New Year's resolution. Awesome. That's the best New Year's resolution I've heard of in all my years. God bless you. Let's see. John says he remembers a no white guilt banner drop. Sam says, Jason, your entire creation and effort will last long after you do. What you have done will last beyond what you can imagine. Thank you. God bless you for that. Thank you very much for the appreciation, especially after all of those attacks on us, attempts to destroy us. And make no mistake, uh, there are plenty of uh, anti-white saboteurs 
uh, working within those circles of the explicit white sympathetics out there and being as ugly and as antagonistic, playing that role of the antag as best they can. So it looks like they just walked off a Hollywood set, every single one of them. Uh, you know, there are so many, there are hardcore anti-whites in the, in the midst there playing those roles to make it look as foul and to as possible and to attack those who are actually doing great work. Uh, let's see, what else? Any other? Linda's here. Says uh, Linda says, can you do a quick recap? I was late and not on the uh, twit. Well, the uh, essentially, the great Kate, a little over 40 hours ago, made a brilliant tweet with her tiny little account. And that tweet in a little over 40 hours has garnered more than 1 million views and continues to race to the stratosphere. And we'll be getting the attention of uh, individuals with power, individuals with clout, individuals with wealth. And uh, there'll be more of these. This is not gonna be like a one and done. This is a very real contest where this is not games. We're not playing. This is, we're not gonna, it's not a eat, uh, meet, eat and retreat sort of a thing. We're gonna stay at this. There'll be more of these. And that's how we are going to recapture the destiny. America will look Amer like America again. America will have the norms of the West. We will have the civility of the West. Why, why, the reason why people from all over the world wants to come or want to come to Western civilization. Uh, everything that is good here, everything that is noble here, everything that is virtuous in the West will be brought back and we will turn the ship around so that the anti-whites won't be able to lead it off the cliff. We won't use their terminology because when you use anti-white terminology, you legitimize their ideology. You can't go around talking about uh, racism and wokeness and things like that and think you'll ever make any difference. If you, if you ever needed any more evidence that those are the wrong things to do, please just look to the big con leadership who are financed by anti-white conservatives. You might want to call them anti-white light. Some of them are hardcore anti-white. Those are the people who are financing them. You just had Steven Crowder reveal that in order to do a very selfish thing, and that's to kickstart his mug club again. But he just went public with how anti-white big conservative ink is behind the scenes. He's not calling it anti-white because that's not it's not going to benefit him personally, not yet at least. He, he doesn't know how it could benefit him. Maybe when he sees Mark Dice, the king Mark Dice, go to the stratosphere, then I wouldn't doubt that suddenly Crowder will start saying uh, some of the same things. Anti-whiteism is a problem. You just watch. But you'll know him for what he is, and you'll know us for what we are. We're the real deal. The real deal always comes from underneath. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't come, it doesn't fall out of the skies on your lap. It's not, it's not some new politician that falls down. It's not some financed uh, political group. Uh, that comes up out of nowhere, heavily financed political group that comes up out of nowhere. It comes from the ground up. That's where, where does, let me ask you this, where does nature take ground back against civilization? How does it happen? It comes up through the stones that civilization had lain. It comes up through the buildings. When you see uh, old, when you see old buildings, when you see uh, things that uh, towns, cities, 
where it once had been thriving and the people then, the effort then there for any number of reasons had been abandoned, nature reclaims. And where how does it do it? It comes up through the ground and it takes over. It topples. There's nothing that can stop it. That is where and the only place where a true revolution of thought can come from, never from above. Don't look for, for it from there. So when uh, Daily Wire and all these, and you, you can you can use these places for info and you can use them uh, to strengthen the verbiage that you use, the concepts that you use to reclaim the destiny of the West by seeing what they have to say, seeing the locutions, the words, the concepts that they use that are detrimental to us and therefore we shouldn't be using, and you can translate. What's he really saying when, when he says uh, the white supremacy or he's talking about that or when he's talking about the woke stuff or he's talking about the homophobia stuff or the transgender stuff? What are they really saying? What's the translation for us in our lives, in our world, in our norms? What's the translation? If you come from the right place, if you come from the right place in your thinking, in your head, and in your heart, you can at least ask the right questions. And when you ask the right questions, you have a chance at getting to the right answers. Uh, Bell says, I was a liberal when I was younger too. Uh, and I am from uh, Justin Castro, Canada, okay? And I found love, hope, and redemption in this community. Isn't that an epic testimonial, Kate? Holy crap. Thank you so much, Joshua Bell, for saying that. It really is. And I would just like to point out, um, you know, since I have been um, active in your community and been, um, you know, absorbing your content and so forth, um, I have heard many people make those testimonials and you won't find that anywhere else in the sphere of white positivity or um you know you, you will you will not hear people saying i changed my life or this changed my life or this helped me at work or this got me a promotion because those people cannot go to work and talk about the things that they're saying online. They have right. to operate behind anonymous avatars and so forth. So, but you can go to work and you can talk about going free and you, you know, you're not going to be fired. You're not going to be harassed. Uh, you're not going to be thought of as hateful because it, there's nothing in the message that is hateful. So it's, it's really such a positive community. I mean, no one else has babies being named after them like you do. I mean, and it's not family members either. It's totally right. unrelated people whose lives have been touched by your work. Right. And thank you. Thank you for saying it's absolutely 100% the truth. And it's humbling. And for me, it makes me you don't see me suddenly get you notice the other the other people so called leaders. And that's where we have a big problem in the white sympathetic sphere, and uh, whether it's implicit or explicit, and that of uh, picking good leaders. You see, when you when you say something like this to them, you give them a compliment. You can see on them that fleeting, ah, that's what I was after. That's not what I'm after. I'm not after the, the compliment. I'm after the recapture of our destiny. And I see compliments. I, I appreciate them every time. I love them. I see them as a challenge to do more and to do better. And the people who have been in this community uh, uh, online, specifically since I'm talking to those right now, what, six, seven, five years, whatever it is, you've seen that from me consistently all of that time. So you have the evidence, 
it's time to make this your number one priority in your life. You can do amazing things. I expect you to do amazing things. I expect you to be a hero in your family's lore. Forget about, I mean, if you can be a hero in your family's lore, then there's a possibility if you want to, if you want to do more and you want to be, uh, you hope to achieve some level where <clears throat> you have a legitimate uh, claim to a fame of some sort for us, for the West, in the town you live in or the city you live in or the state you live in, more power to you. But we all need to be striving to live forever in our family's lore as heroes who really made a difference in the world and talk about making a difference in the world with a powerful tweet that riles people. Kate's out there communicating with hundreds of people on this thread. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Kate made this tweet that's going viral. And this was not, it's not a, it's not, a, let me also make sure before I say this, this wasn't an accident. This wasn't a one-off. We are carefully thinking about how we reach our brothers and sisters in the hope of our objective and then taking these steps and then have this outcome. Okay. So that's very different. You hear about you, you, all the time on social media, somebody does something, how many, how many YouTube, and we're going to be get, getting out of here soon because I don't want this to be too long. How many people have you seen on YouTube or on a podcast or uh, that said, well, I was just chugging along. I hadn't, uh, I wasn't doing anything, but then I made this whatever video. And then all of a sudden, I just don't even know how it happened. All of a sudden I had, you know, a million followers or whatever. They had no idea. That's how it happens everywhere. It's aleatory. The human animal is brilliant at having something happen by chance and then giving this wonderful backstory about how they went from A to B to C and now I'm here. And I could tell you countless stories from economics classrooms of business owners who have done the same thing where success was them getting out of their own way, just being out in, in, the, in the field, in the contest, and then chance putting the crown on them and then instead of just being honest with the world for the rest of their lives, the vast majority of them say, oh, no, it was very calculated because why? They want to look like they're smart. They want to look. We've been telling you ahead of time, this is what we're working on. This is what we're focused on. And we just did it. We just did it. How many people can tell you that this is what I'm focused on? This is what we're working to do. This is what we want to achieve. And then bang, there it is. 1 million plus. How many people can say to you, how many people can say to you back when, when Donald Trump was in office and I said, something truly amazing is about to happen in just a couple of days. Something truly amazing. Keep your eyes open. I said it on several streams and everything. And then something truly amazing happened. How many people can do that? And you, and you still, folks out there are still wanting to turn their backs. I know, Kate, there, there are non-white people, and I want to get back to the comment I made about you getting into this uh, threads, uh, because it's smart work, it's hard work, uh, it's the time you're putting in. But I wonder how many non-white people are looking in at this white positive community that they either have become a part of or they want to be a part of, and they're looking in and they're just observing, and they're like, what's wrong with white people? Why aren't they all taking this as their leadership? Why aren't they all, fall, if they touch this, if they come into contact with this, why aren't they all just immediately? I mean, it would be like taking the leaders uh, throughout history of, of different groups 
the people who were the genuine leaders, not the people who were placed on on top of folks from top down. And just and just having the population of that people reject them, have the, the population just say, no, I think we're going to go with something else. They must be baffled. But here's, you know, after all of the evidence, how much evidence do you need? I'm practically walking on water here. I'm practically walking on water. And then one somebody wants to come along with a pair of water wings and jump in the water and say they're doing the same thing. Give me a break. We planned this and it hit 1 million. We'll be doing more of these. 1 million plus it's growing. This entire community, the, the actual doers are going to get involved in this thread. Kate herself has had hundreds of conversations in this thread to magnify, to get people to come to this method that will change their lives and will change all of our lives for the better put an end to this anti-whiteism that nobody seems to be able to put an end to. Fox News, every night, these different channels, they can just give you these long lists of how bad things are and how bad it's getting and how bad it's going to get and how's it, how is it worse now than it even used to be. We thought that was as bad as it's going to get. We can't keep doing that. We can't keep living. My whole life has been robbed from me because of anti-whiteism. Your life has been robbed from you because of anti-whiteism. Aren't you angry enough to make a difference? Don't you love enough to make a difference? Don't you want to have fewer people have to deal with this? She's been out there, hundreds of conversations. She's given the website. She's given my Twitter. She's given my YouTube out to people so that they can come and participate in this. Uh, she's got no ego getting in the way. Her ego is wanting to do what's right for all of us. That's, what, that's where her satisfaction is coming from. That's where her tenacity comes from. That's where the worth, work ethic comes from. You can be in the same place. You might have different talents and uh, and we'll support you in those and we want you to succeed. So we got uh, but, but for the last couple of minutes here, Kate, uh, anything else you wanted to throw in that uh, you uh, that came to mind or you thought of beforehand yeah. that came to mind. But there, there's also I want to just bring your mind to the fact that there are also there were some comments. I don't know if there were comments you wanted to address in the uh, the thread under this under this uh, tweet Hi. or not. You can speak. But think for a moment. I do want to say we're going to give a big thank you to uh, Western Kind United, who just financially gifted five save Western civilization dollars. And he writes with those five dollars, hails Jason and Kate continue the excellent work and an 07 for a salute, a big salute back to you. Thank you so much for that. Every dollar from a working man, every dollar from a working woman is a, a fortune. But uh, I'll pass it to you. I'll take a look at some of these other platforms before we get out of here. Okay. Um, yes, I, I wanted to speak to a couple of things that you talked about. Um, the first one was when you talked about uh, the, the non-white um, people that might be looking in from the outside and saying, why aren't more white people, you know, using this method, adopting this method? And that's really interesting that you... Um, that, that you said that because it was just earlier tonight that I noticed on the thread um, that a, a non-white gentleman that follows me and is very receptive to your message and and very much um, on the, the side of pushing back on all this craziness. And he actually said to me under the thread, he said, um, I don't understand why no white guilt is not bigger 
and and he said he must be getting throttled because uh, he he said there's just no reason that it shouldn't be bigger. And so he's one of those people looking in and saying, "Gosh, why aren't people adopting this? And and why you know specifically why are not why aren't white people adopting something that's going to work? You know, he sees the quality in it. He sees the the way your work will work, and he's new to this because he only started, uh, you know, he, I think he first came across me on Twitter through a couple of tweets and then um, followed me and, and now also keeps up with your work. And I believe he follows you as well. So um, he, you know, he sees the value in, in what you're doing. So what you said is actually happening and it's it's accurate. And then um, the other thing I, I wanted to say is that, uh, you know, it, it's just so important that people really uh, embrace this and embrace it as a as a movement of love and not try to put hate in it. Because yeah. there are some folks that, uh, you know, do really uh, they they embrace what you talk about, but then they're so angry that um, you know there's an underlying edge of of hate. And yeah. and you know it's so important that people really work on that because it it really uh, puts a negative face on on the movement because I'm seeing some of that in the thread as well where people are wanting very much to be positive and supportive of you know their race and and all but they they're not quite ready to give up that edge of of, of hatred that they have for the anti-whites who they might be calling by different names but. Um, you know, it, it's it's so important that people are able to see past that because it it's not about that. Yes, very well said. Yeah, there's there is an incorrect focus, and uh, and it's it's been all the end of last year. Um, it's come it's come to uh, big attention to the fore again, and it's a very easy error to make, and it's an error in various ways. But it's it's to blame everything on one group of people, uh, those who are anti-white of that group, those who are innocent, those who are not even born yet. Uh, it's to bring enmity toward them and to uh, be the villain in their story. They're the they play the villain. That's why we call them antags or antagonists. They play the villain in the anti-white narrative. And uh, then it's, it's a perfect segue to play the villain in this, uh, this people's uh, community and to uh, to hate on them that is never going to that is never going to go anywhere it is immoral it shouldn't go anywhere it needs to stop in fact we had you just remind me that there was that question from uh who to thunk it about some of these uh some of these uh individuals who had said to him he was asking how, how do you handle this where they say this totally illogical non sequitur of uh, the argument that if you don't name a group of man, uh, all of the members who might be anti-white and those who are not anti-white, if you don't name them as like the ultimate villains, then you're blaming the victim. That is a non sequitur. It is illogical. It does not follow. The people making this argument to you who to thunk it uh, are failing their IQ tests. These are midget wits, or it's blatant sophistry created by middle to intelligent people for the purpose of manipulating you into staying focused 
on another group of people and being an orbiter as a villain in their story. It doesn't make any sense. If anything, <clears throat> if anything, imagine a world where white people and non-white people together are increasingly saying enough is enough when it comes to anti-whiteism. All of the uh, generations, each new crop of babies, teens, adolescents, young adults in that particular or any other community, growing up in a world that won't tolerate anti-whiteism anymore, imagine what they will think and how they will behave in that world. Might they choose to not be anti-white? Probably. They were probably not going to be anti-white, but might they choose to not be anti-white when a growing population of whites and non-whites together are saying, no, not going to tolerate anti-whiteism anymore. No more anti-white outcomes. And now imagine the opposite. Imagine these babies, infants, toddlers, teens, preteens, young adults of that particular community or any other particular community where the same is being done, where you are saying that it's not anti-whiteism that won't be permitted, but it's that group that won't be permitted. How many of them might end up becoming radically anti-white? All of them, because they're fighting for their survival, because they're fighting not only for their, their daily bread, they're fighting to be able to preserve themselves. Why would you push people into a corner like that? Why would you say to them that they are intolerable rather than an ideology that victimizes us? I, am, I have explained this from so many different angles. It clearly, if it hasn't persuaded you, if you're one of the people out there, it hasn't persuaded you, it's because you have a intellectual deficiency, because you are hung up with the wrong crowds. You've got to come away from that garbage and you've got to come away from it fast because you're going to go nowhere with it. In fact, in fact, that line of thinking, focusing on some particular group out there as the source of all evil, uh, that guarantees that that group with their power will continue to fight to the last breath against everything that you are and have and do to prevent you from ever having any strength whatsoever. So grow up, go free, and let's take back our destiny. Edamon 3 says here, how do you think Europeans can begin to unite more under a common culture without losing their individual cultures within their own ethnicities? Well, that's not what uh, we are endeavoring to do here. In fact, by embracing the go free method, uh, you, are the, you, you are saying by doing so, perforce, that you want all of these different ethnicities, all of these different hues of Western civilization to continue. If we were to say, I mean, just think about this, this without this prerequisite for white well-being, if you wanted to homogenize uh, white people the world over, you would have to white erase hues of Western civilization, a great many of them. And that, of course, would be radically anti-white. So the prerequisite to going free is that you want to preserve all of these different beautiful hues of Western civilization that the white race, Western kind, Westmen have brought forth into the world. So the reality is that with this method, with this love, with this 
cardinal direction, the British will be more British. Southerners will be more Southern. Canadians will be more Canadian. Frenchmen will be more French. The, breaking down even into the, the different regions where you have a different hue, like looking from the United States, you have France. When you get over to France, it breaks down into different hues of Western civilization among the uh, Westmen there. All of that will be heightened, not diminished, because we, if nothing else, that white race has proven is that we love all of that variety in the world. We love it. That's been used against us. So we can use our strengths to benefit us. We can defend our weaknesses and we can march forward against this tide that has delivered us to this world, all of us birthed into this world, into this anti-white environment that tells us that everything evil in the world is the fault of the white race. Everything that's ever gone wrong is the fault of the white race. And that therefore you need this retributive justice to get back at the white race. There's your argument that they use. That's the all powerful white guilting argument. And that's how we've been losing every contest with them. So thank you for bringing that up. Uh, first last is saying check cash app. Great to see you. I see uh, Pace is here. Lacey is here. Missouri battle flag. The great Franklin, of course, TS Benny is here. Danielle. Great to see you all. Um, I, Go ahead. I just wanted to say real quick that a uh, radical normie in the chat had a question and uh, they said, how much does anti-whiteism explain is the extreme gender stuff anti-white and is it the promotion of degeneracy globally rooted in anti-white as well? And it absolutely is. And obviously there's not really time to get into it, but um, feminism is very much anti-white and, and it is aimed at destroying the white family unit by marketing to young white women that they should go to college, uh, party, um, get a career, not marry, not have children, um, which totally destroys uh, white men's opportunities then to have families and relationships and produce children. So it, it is very much part of the anti-white agenda. Yeah, very well said. All of these things are all of these different tactics that anti-whites use that folks uh, would, would call leftists or Democrats or what, depending upon your country, whatever it might be. They are all angled at victimizing white people, every single one. When you take the arguments out that they use to victimize white white people, this has to be done because the, you know, the white family structure is oppressive. When you take those arguments out, feminism has nothing. The, econo the economic arguments of open borders have nothing. The arguments to take away your right to self-defense, the right to uh, take away your freedom of speech, all of those arguments have nothing. They become these vapid, hollow shells that even even the most thick-headed can easily take down with no training whatsoever. It is the anti-whiteism that we have to defeat to begin pushing back against this. Uh, the great first last has financially gifted $5 over here. Thank you, good brother, on Cash App. And he says, stop white erasure with those five bucks. God bless you, man. I really thank you for that. And great to see you here with us in this impromptu. Folks, it's at 1 million. Kate's, the great Kate's tweet is at 1 million and counting right now. Who knows what it'll be 
uh, by this time tomorrow night. You can play a role. I want you to play a role. You can get over there. we got a lot of meme makers. We've got a lot of memes that have been made. You can go over there and share those with people. Uh, you could drop them randomly if you want. You can have uh, frank conversations with folks. You can go over there and just take the key concepts and just drop them here and there. Hey, this really is. When they say, oh, it's a bunch of uh, racism there at Harvard, you can just get back. You can be a little bit more direct. You can talk about the concept racist, or you can just say, I know how bad the anti-whiteism is there. It's like every professor is anti-white and all they push is that anti-whiteism and leave it at that. There are various ways that you can participate. I want you to get in and I want you to be a champion while there's an opportunity. There are different, there are different uh, ways that you can present all the good that we have here. You can be a friend. You could be a, uh, you could be a competitor. Right now, what I want you to do, though, since there are so many people on this thread, when you see anti-whites there, it's probably not uh, at all going to benefit you to get into an argument with an anti-white there. If they say, well, this is good, it should be this way. Or the white people have done X, Y, Z, and they want to give you all of these. And so here are all my reasons why we have to victimize white people today. It's always this redirect you to something invisible in the present, like structural racism, another poisonous anti-white concept, or something from the past. So something invisible today or something that could be make-believe from the past that are the excuses they make to victimize you in the present and to victimize your babies coming up in the future. So they're going to be there. They'll be saying that kind of stuff. But you know what? There are going to be a lot of our brothers and sisters, a ton of them, who need to hear what we have to say. Find them in these threads, in this thread over the next couple of days and uh, become one of our greatest heroes. The great Elaine Sabatino is here, and uh, she says, Hail Jason and uh, Kate, the, the great. Yes, the great, Kate. Thank you for the flags. Thank you for the flags. They're the swashbuckling. Folks, this is some, this is some epic swash. I mean, talk yeah. about epic swash. Talk about BPE. I don't even know if I have, still have that. I, I just wanted to point out that I went yeah. over real quick to the tweet to see if uh, folks might be, you know, from the chat in, in Twitter as well, like working in, in the threads, as you said. And I see right away, I see Westman Media uh, popped up just like, I don't know, like 40 seconds ago. He's commenting and Archangel is over there uh, commenting as well and, and working on the thread. So people are totally doing as you asked and trying to spread the message and that's wonderful awesome so people are sharing the, the stream uh, uh and well and they're in the the chat in twitter and in they're the live chat right now excellent oh, yes sir they're in the threads excellent and uh and was it uh, mark dice used uh, anti-white again that is what franklin said yeah that's awesome that's what a king king mark dice we need to make sure he knows how much we appreciate him uh, going up against anti-whiteism with his wit, with his intelligence, uh, with his drive, with his tenacity, because it is indeed the great evil of our age. And if we don't get rid of it, it's going to get rid of it. everybody's liberty, everybody's freedom. The white race will be biologically white erased. Uh, it, 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 would, it will be total dystopian hell as it is becoming already and has been for even since back of our grandparents' lives and huge swaths of our cities across the West. We can't have this. Uh, we, need, we need the West to suffuse every single part of our countries with our love, hope, and redemption 
so that we can reclaim our countries before it's too late. Nothing but nothing but war and mayhem and misery and rising prices uh, and criminality and abusive police and militaries that are just serving these anti-white oligarchs around the world who are at odds and at war with other anti-white oligarchs in other parts of the world. Uh, that's that's all that you have to look forward to unless we take these steps and we do them uh, with love in our heart the entire time. So God bless you. God bless you, the great Kate. Epic swash. Let's get some 007s again for the great Kate. Nothing like this done before. And uh, we're going to we're focused now on maximizing this and then getting on to even bettering this or equaling it and then bettering it. Uh, and uh, we want to see the same coming out of you all. want to see your names in there. And I'm very excited for what you all have to do. So 007s, please. 007s, raucous emojis, some flags, some swashbuckling flags. We're going to have to get Kate, uh, the, get the great Kate, some uh, costume of a swashbuckler after this because this was really... And this was really awesome. I was just unbelievable how successful it's been. So well, God bless you, you Kate. Much. Anything and else I, you want to share? Uh, yes, just really quickly. I wanted to thank um, Aksumite Princess, I believe, is okay. in the chat. And she came over because uh, BP Player linked this this live stream. So she came over to check it out. And I just wanted to thank her for being here because, um, you know, she's new and, and she's just checking it out. So. Um, and there were a couple of like trolls in the chat that might have uh, made her think twice because she was asking the person, she's like, is this the stream you linked? Like, what is this about? So I just wanted to say that we're friendly and that um, don't worry about the trolls and, and thank you for being here. Yeah, the trolls, uh, but we got to be, we have to be just on top of uh, these, these trolls. We have to be on top because they want to run everybody away. They don't want people to come to a message of love, hope, and redemption, a uh, method of argumentation, the go-free method of argumentation, ridding yourself of these toxic ideas that are undermining the West for everyone who lives here. These folks, they, they want to sectarianize. They want to divide. They want us to be numerous and broken into little pieces because when you're, when you're broken into little pieces and you don't have a single message, and this is, this is the message that works, proof of concept in every single case, we win every conversation. It wins every single time. The most humble of uh, shelf stalker, uh, uh, absolutely honorable job. Every uh, every job honorable. The most humble of stock shelf uh, uh, shelf stalker can contest with anti whites who are professors at the most prestigious universities and take them down easily. Demonstrate their immorality to the totality of the world. And obviously, we're not going to be able to convince radical anti whites from not being bloodthirsty. For Western kind. But folks, we don't have to because the actual number of those people is very small. That's why they bother to continue propagandizing you. We get out there with the tools that work. These are the concepts, very easy to learn. You learn more jargon for work. You use these concepts, you change the world. You use these concepts in the in the battlefields, the conversations at dinner, lunch, and breakfast with family or friends at work. You use these concepts, you change the world. You use these concepts, you create a place that can indeed uh, be a land of milk and honey, again, that the West promised to the world. We hope that everybody will do that. Ignore the trolls, move on to those who can hear the message and uh, absolutely love you all. God bless, God bless you, Kate. Absolutely epic, 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 epic. 
And uh, we'll see you all definitely by a Sunday, if not sooner. So Promethean hails to everybody. Love you all. Roll out. Thank you.